Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Tot. And I'm Tiff. Welcome to Two Sis Teas in a Pod. And if you're new, welcome to your new favorite podcast, where two sisters openly discuss any and all topics, but like also with our spiced up personal opinions. Yes. Okay, I have a question for you. Go ahead. Do you believe that everything happens for a reason? Okay, that's a kind of difficult question. A good one, though, right? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yes, it's definitely a good question. Does everything happen for a reason? I feel like I've asked this question of myself many times throughout the years. And sometimes I come out saying, yes, things do happen for a reason. And other times I'm like, definitely a hard no, (laughs) right? Because sometimes, and I'll just take it in the perspective of people. Mm -hmm. People come into your life and I'll think whether they're long-term in your life or a short-term in your life, they come in your life for a reason. They teach you a lesson. They either move on, you move on, and they're no longer in your life, but you came across something and you learn a lesson and you it's done and they were there for a reason they taught you something you've grown as a person right it's not like you're walking and you stub your toe in the corner (laughs) of the wall or the bed or something it's like that happened for a reason right so obviously those instances it's like okay it definitely did not happen for a reason (laughs) I think it's more in relation to, like, major life events, right? Right. I think they do happen for a reason, right? Because, I mean, yeah, I've questioned the same myself. Um, Did I go through that experience for a reason? And sometimes it takes a lot of thought or even an experience after that. I'm like, oh, that did happen for a reason. I thought it didn't, but it did. Because now I'm living in a situation where maybe I know better. Right. And you may not see it right at the moment. You may not even see it days later, weeks later. You may see it years later. Right. Years later where you're just like, okay, this happened to me 10 years ago. And now I am in a similar situation. And I've met someone that maybe is similar to the person that I met now. And you see certain things that you're just like, hmm, okay. I guess that happened before for a reason to kind of help me know that I should either either move on or maybe it's a good it's a good reason. Like maybe now this is the right person I I should get to know better because of that. Because at that time, um it wasn't the right time for me. And it kind of also makes me think of a different scenario of meeting someone at the right time of your life versus the wrong time of your life. But that's another, another question that we can get into at a different time. (laughs) Right. I mean, you could also still know the person for a while and then it just so happened that in like a different part of your life, they're coming into your life differently. So overall, though, what would you say? Do you believe everything happens for a reason? I think that in this point of my life, I would probably say that when it comes to like big events, things do happen for a reason. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's my answer. My answer is that in my perspective currently, things do happen for a reason because it has helped me grow as a person. So in my perspective, that's the case. What is it in your perspective? Um, I think that I I don't completely disagree with what you said. Um, I can't say everything happens for a reason, you know, because like the whole toe situation. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I do think that many things happen for a reason. Um, I think that depending on your life, um, you're going to learn lessons from certain experiences and um depending on what those experiences have helped you with you might kind of go back and forth right like what happens with growth you know you go up and down you grow you go back a little you grow again and so on so forth but those things happen for a reason that led you to the point that you are today even though you may have felt certain things were pointless at a time at some point they'll catch up to you Right. And I think that just hearing you say that kind of brings me to like where I've said no. Right. Because like when you're going through things and you're just like, why is this happening to me? You're not like, well, it happened for a reason. No, you're like, why is this happening to me? What did I do to deserve this? If it's something bad or this happened, I met this person and that was random that couldn't have happened for a reason. Um, but you you don't always see things happening at the moment when you're supposed to, I guess. It's more about seeing it later down the line when you're in a moment where you can actually reflect on what's happening and, and use it when you need to use it, I guess. Right. I mean, not even like to use it in sharing with others but like to remind yourself of things you know for your own personal growth to help you in what you're going through in that moment whether it's shared or in silence you know we all go through those things silently on our own that nobody knows that we're going through and we have those like epiphany moments where it's like oh my god like that's why I experienced this and nobody has to know. It's only for you. Who's going to know? <laughs> Nobody's going to know. But like also, some of our listeners have given us some great feedback about topics discussed on episode one. And we thought it would be ideal to elaborate on them further on today's episode. So let's get right into it. Tiff? Yeah, so a a lot of what we heard back was specific to insecurity and dating. Um, So we wanted to elaborate a little bit more on that. And just to let you guys know, we are listening. We are listening. That we are. (laughs) (laughs) So, yes. So on our last episode, we touched on dating now versus then. And how sometimes the now of dating causes insecurity in us because it's just different, right? And some of our listeners advised us or kind of wanted to know a little bit more in depth on what did we mean or or not 
by what did we mean, but just to kind of like give more examples or even provide a little bit more information on what kind of insecurities do both men and women experience specifically to dating? I personally feel like the insecurities, obviously they stem from within our own personal issues, but they can be cleared up so much if we're very clear on what we're seeking. If we're very clear with one another, because when there's no clarity, there's not that communication, then we're in this place of constantly guessing what's happening, what's the next step. Who, if, if that person is really interested in us, what do they want out of this? Do, do they still want what they said they wanted before? You know, and I think, I mean, that's on a personal level. You, you end up questioning so much and it makes you question every step you take, every move you make, everything you think about yourself, you know? That sounds like a song. but yes some of our listeners definitely found this topic very relatable they didn't feel like they were alone they felt like they understood that they could relate to the specific topic because we kind of all sit back and do things and we don't always talk about them we don't always kind of um have the conversations with our friends, our siblings, even the people that we're talking to about these things because we feel like we're the only ones feeling it. We wanna kind of like get into a few examples of what kind of things come out of the insecurities themselves. Right, so like, let's say you're talking to someone currently and like the vibe is nice and you're still uncertain as to what's going on. Like, we all know, like, what happens from here? You don't want to say anything because you don't want to mess up what's happening. But then if you don't, you end up in this place of confusion. And, like, I saw this meme the other day where it was, like, you sent, when you send a risky text and you throw your phone and run out the door. And I thought that was hilarious because I could relate to that so much. So many times I've sent a text that I called risky, specifically on some like being honest about my feelings or what I'm thinking or whatever the situation is. And now I'm like, oh great, this is gonna change the whole dynamic. I throw my phone and I just go hide somewhere, (laughs) right? But it's so true, like I have literally done this. Like, oh my God, I need to go hide under a pillow. And and not and it's not necessarily only like when you're talking to someone new. It could be in anything, like in any kind of relationship. It could be a long term relationship. It could be a friendship that maybe you're in a, a crossroad, and you, maybe you don't like where it's at at the moment. So you have similar situation. Like you need to tell them how you feel. Mm. Like maybe you feel like your friendship isn't the same and you want to talk to them about it and you're insecure about it. So you want to tell them how you feel like, Oh, you're not spending enough time with me. We're adults, but you know, we still want to spend time with each other. And you, exactly. And you still want to send that risky in quotes (laughs) message. Um, And what happens? You send it after carefully 
typing it out after carefully scrutinizing it, Studying reading it yeah. multiple times <laughs> to make sure that the tone doesn't sound either too offensive, too sarcastic, too sassy, but at the same time, like kind of like laying it out straight so that they don't misinterpret it either. Right. So it's a little bit of like, and then you kind of put it there and then you put your spoon on the side and go about your business, not wanting to like look at your phone yes. for a while yeah. to then come back to it. And then what happens? Like it could be a good thing. It could be not a good thing. And you kind of have to mentally prepare for that. I mean, yeah, but at the end of the day, you're out of that place of insecurity, whereas not knowing. That's a huge thing. You just don't know. That's where the insecurity is. You just don't know. And you've communicated. That's where it all leads back to. You communicated something, and now you're getting a response back. You opened a door that needed to be opened, and you're discussing it. And that's where I say constantly open communication. You know, like that's my thing. You talk about something and you find yourself out of a difficult, insecure situation. And even if it does get more difficult, you started to talk about it. You know, that I feel like is a huge, huge, and I think I mentioned this before, a huge cause of insecurity in relationships in general, but in dating. You don't talk about it and you don't know what's going on. And that's something that me personally, I have to work on. Um, communication is not my strong suit. <laughs> I tend to, I, I feel like I'm open-minded mm-hmm. on a lot of topics. I am very accepting on a lot of situations. Yeah. But when it comes down to me expressing myself, me expressing how I feel. I'm not a really good expressor and communicator unless like I'm already at my wits end or or I've already like analyzed it to death. Right. And nobody wants to be there. Nobody wants to be in that place of stress. You know, it took me a long time to get to where I'm at with communicating a lot of mistakes going through what you go through. I still do. But it's a constant daily reminder of Don't overthink it. Just do it. Don't spend those 10 minutes on it. Instead, cut it down to five. You know? It's easier said than done, right? Always. It's practice. I'm like like a huge overthinker on everything. Like, But I'm trying. I'm trying to communicate more. I'm trying to express myself. If there's something that I don't like, I talk about it a, a lot faster. Still not probably where I should be still not as quick as I should be but it definitely I'm definitely doing doing it more than I have done it in the past so I want to say that that's helped a lot it's helped me to kind of like feel more at ease not as stressed so that's I guess helps the whole insecurity portion of it and I guess that also comes with age Right. right like When you're in your 20s, it kind of is a little bit different. Yeah, I let myself go through so much more, so much more of everything. Now is where I'm like, if I just communicated, I'll know. I'll have an answer. Not to say it's easy, but like I said, a constant daily reminder. 
And every time I remind myself, I'm like, okay, I can take this step. It might take me a little long to do it, but it's habit building. We've already spent so much time in our lives building these not so great habits. Now we have to rewire our brains and work through those things and build new habits and build them differently. Because life is short, man. We want to live it to the best that we can. Right. right. And we don't, we always say that and we always know it. But then, like, you come to this point in your life, and I don't know if it's being in our 30s or what, but you come to this point in your life where you're just like, I can't do that anymore. Like, mm-hmm. I cannot. And I'm not going to. Right. It's like that whole insecurity of checking your person's phone. Ugh. Right. It's a huge insecurity when you're in a relationship and you're having those doubts and you find that your person, your partner is looking at their phone too much. And it's an insecurity that's come from, I'm sure, a previous baggage from other relationships. And you just kind of get those nagging feelings. And as you and it, it unfortunately it comes from that first instance could have been in your teenage years, could have been in your early twenties. Right. And you have that need to check the cell phone. Right. I mean, I think it's a mix of our history, but also what the person you're dealing with makes you feel. Right. I've learned in my singlehood now that I need to trust my gut. And before I get seriously involved with someone, I allow myself to feel things out, to feel the energy, to believe what the person is saying and their actions on top of that, and to not romanticize things. So to be a little more logical in the beginning and understand what the situation situation is what's going on and then make a decision from there that's a huge thing it's taken me a while to really get to that point of really understanding everything and I feel like with understanding all of that I feel less insecurity and I take things less personal yeah I mean Definitely over time, I've I've gotten to a point where it just doesn't make sense for me to do certain things that I've done in the past. And I'm not sure if it's about taking things personal. I think it's more about loving myself. It's about growing as a person. It's about just coming to a place where... I have to feel like I can't live a certain life. So I have to make choices. And if I feel like this is the life of checking phones, then that's not that's not the right relationship for me to be in. 100% agree. It's not worth it. Right. So I've had to make those choices. And when I've had to make the choice of do I want to do this or not? And I've come to the realization that obviously, no, that's not the choice I want to make for my mental health. It's, it's felt calming after that. Like I felt like, okay, I feel better. I don't feel that burning sensation of, oh my God, I have to check. Yeah. 
or oh my goodness, like what am I gonna find? And then if you do find something, it hurts, you know? And if you don't, it's almost as if it's not a relief. It's almost, I mean, it's a relief, but it's a momentary relief for the moment because eventually you're gonna check again to see if yeah. it, if you find something. It's so temporary. Yeah. It's not worth it. And so that's not a life that I would choose for myself and not a life that I would choose to pro- provide or to even recommend someone else to yeah. to do. Right, right. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, if you feel like you have to check your person's phone, your person's stuff, anything like that, it's like, are they really someone you trust and you can live the rest of your life dealing with? Like, you want to be able to be comfortable with them and be like, yeah, that's my friend. That's my best friend. You know, and if they are your friend, your best friend, they're someone you can talk to, you know. And at the end of the day, if that person is doing something behind your back, it's going to come out, right? Everything comes out. The truth will come out. And I mean, it may not be to the way you expect it to be, the to the extent that you think it would be. But I mean, either way, like either the relationship will continue, it'll end, it'll shift, something will happen. And if it's not meant to be, right. then it won't be meant to be. Everything happens for a reason. That's a bingo. <laughs> <laughs> So to to bring it back to that, everything happens for a reason. Or many things do. Many things do. And we just have to wait for the right time to understand that. Yeah. And it does eventually come together like a puzzle. Right. As long as we do our part and not continue in our cycles and try our best to grow from the things that we eventually learn in those experiences, right? Thank you for listening to our latest episode of Two Sis Teas in a Pod. We look forward to hearing from you. And any feedback, questions, topics you'd like to hear about, DM us at Two Sis Teas in a Pod on IG, or you can email us at Two Sis Teas in a Pod at gmail.com. Bye. Bye.